You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 143, The Solo Series. Let me ask you a simple question. How many times have you said to yourself, it is time for me to build this business. I know I have the talent, the gifts. I know this is meant for me. I really just need to go ahead and build this business. How many times have you said that to yourself? But then the the fear sets in, the self-doubt surfaces, and before long, you're back to playing it safe and doing nothing about your business. If you've been waiting for the right time, guess what? It's time to stop waiting. If you've been wanting to start a business, but you keep getting held up by fear, it's time to stop getting in your own way. If you've been self-sabotaging your business success, like we all do at the beginning before we've started to build our businesses, it's finally time to overcome that. You know something? At this very moment, you have the power to take a deep breath, overcome your fear, and finally do the work, the amazing work of building your business dream. So now the question becomes, well, what's it going to take? Watch my free training and learn the five mental shifts that you need to make to overcome self-sabotage and finally build your business. Are you ready to be ready to live your life's calling? All you have to do is say yes and watch my free training. You can watch that free training at tinyurl.com forward slash fear to action webinar. Again, that's tinyurl.com fear to action webinar. And remember, you don't have to feel ready at this very moment. You don't have to have everything lined up and ready to go. You simply have to say, yes, I am willing to take the next step afraid. Watch the training tinyurl.com forward slash fear to action webinar. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley here. I love the name She Runs the Show. I just ought to sit there for a second. I really do. I cannot even tell you how I came up with the name, but I can tell you that it has been the perfect theme not only of my life, but of my business for the last few years. So I love the name She Runs the Show. And it's funny because I had a guest that was going to come on the She Runs the Show podcast in the early days. And I remember that the guest said to me at a certain point, well, actually, that's not true. I don't believe that that she runs the show. And I remember thinking way back then, I was like, I don't think that you should be a guest on the podcast. And it never, it actually, we did the podcast interview, but it never worked out. And it was perfect timing because that person really wasn't meant to be on this podcast because my firm belief is we do run our show and whether we're running our show, meaning our lives, our businesses, our relationships, whether we're running it well or we're running it poorly, we still have a say in how we create and what we create in our lives. And so she runs the show is the perfect name and it matches my life and it matches my mission and it matches what I firmly believe we are all capable of doing. And for those of you who are new, she runs the show. The mission of it is very simple to help women entrepreneurs have both businesses that thrive and relationships that rock and all relationships, not just marriages or partnerships. And here's the thing. We're all in transition with all of the above. So there is no point in blaming yourself or shaming yourself or feeling bad if you're in a 
period of your life where maybe your business is going really well and your relationships are going really shitty or your relationships are going really well and your business is going really shitty. Don't blame yourself for where you are. Own where you are. Decide where you want to be and move in the direction of what you really want. But there is no point. The blame, shame, guilt game is a total incomplete waste of time. And I do my best to not live in that. But I know there are lots of people out there who do. So don't live there. Bask in whatever is going on in your life at this moment. It's all perfect. And I know there are moments when it doesn't feel perfect. You know, um, I've been through two divorces. So I totally get when you're in a moment, you're like, this does not feel perfect. This actually sucks. And it does, but it still is perfect for you in that moment. So I'm going to jump off of that. I'm going to talk for a second about a new mastery program that I'm going to be offering called the Inner Badass Intensive. It is coming up before you know it. I cannot believe it's July and the Inner Badass Intensive starts Monday, August 6th. And I want to get the right people in the program. It is a very select small group of people in the program. You have actually have to apply to get into the program and we've got to do a breakthrough call to make sure that the program is right for you and it's right for me and it's right for us. But once you are in the Inner Badass Intensive, guess what you're going to spend eight weeks doing? Seriously deep diving into what is causing you to hold yourself back in your business. The focus of the Inner Badass Intensive is to raise your level of self-belief, to get to the bottom of why you're doing self-sabotage to overcome shiny object syndrome, to beat out procrastination and replace it with momentum, and to truly, truly do the energy and the emotional mindset work of activating your inner badass. You know, most people, when they start a big business or they're building a business, they're coming in and out of their inner badass, but they actually aren't leading the business with their inner badass, which is why things like fatigue and emotional drain and energy drain and procrastination and decision fatigue and analysis. This is why all of these stumbling blocks show up because your inner badass is not running the show of your business. And so the inner badass intensive is coming up. It begins August 6th. Again, to get into it, there are a couple of things that have to happen. Number one, you've got to do a breakthrough call with me. So I would say if you know that the one thing that is missing from you pursuing your business the way you want to is your level of self-belief, your level of self-worth, your understanding of who you really are in this business, and and really just a fear of being powerful. If you know that you're dealing with a fear of being powerful, you're going to want to be in the inner badass intensive. But first, we've got to figure out if it's right for you. I am I am being really picky about who comes into the inner badass intensive because this is not for people who are not going to do the work. And it is not for people who are not ready to dive into some stuff that they haven't wanted to face. It's deep emotional intelligence, mindset, mastery work. And so it's only for those who are truly ready. And we've got to do a breakthrough call to make sure that you're actually ready for it. So if you want to apply to be a part of the Inner Badass Intensive, which starts August 6th, please go to CassandraVon.com forward slash apply 
and apply today. Set up a time to have a breakthrough call with me. We will get on the phone. We will literally break through and get to the bottom of what is keeping you stuck in your business. 60 minutes breakthrough coaching call. And then by the end, we'll figure out whether you're a good fit for this program or whether you're not. I mean, if if I don't feel like you're a good fit, I, I will tell you you're not a good fit, but I'll also point you in the direction of maybe another program or another thing that would be a good fit for you. So in our badass intensive starts, very few people because it's deep work. Go to CassandraVaughn.com forward slash apply and start the application process. Set up some time with me and we will get to the bottom by the end of that coaching call of what is really the thing that is holding you back in business. Because until you know what is really holding you back, a lot of us think it's fear of failure. Rarely. Rarely is it fear of failure. It's deeper than that. It's way deeper than that. So go to CassandraVon.com forward slash apply. Set up some time with me. It's a free breakthrough coaching call. Let's get to the bottom of what are your specific real issues? What is causing you to self-sabotage in your business? And what do you need to be doing moving forward to get into the driver's seat of your life? And we will figure it out. All right. So Inner Badass Intensive starting in August. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to do the deep work because most people avoid the deep work, but I love the deep work. Love it. Which is why our topic today is deep work, because we're going to talk for a little bit about how do you stop caring about what other people think of you? I knew about two weeks ago that I needed to cover this. So this is not a topic that came from meditation this morning. This is a topic I've been planning for some time, but my other topics have taken over because I did come out of meditation for the last two weeks with new ideas that needed to be talked about first. But I'm glad that we're finally getting together to talk about this because I cannot tell you the number of people I see, entrepreneurs and non-entrepreneurs alike, who are running their show based on what other people think and feel about them. And can I just say before we even get started, We, and I'm talking you and me, we need to stop that. We need to stop that. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how do you stop caring about what other people think of you? Because here's the thing. It is natural to want approval. It is natural. I love when people give me pats on the back, you know, metaphorically. I love when people say, Cassandra, that episode was so awesome. Thank you so much. That really, that affected my life. I love it. And you love it too. We, we love when people approve of us and we desire affirmation from others. There is nothing unnatural about wanting other people's validation and affirmation. Where it becomes totally unnatural though, is when we move from a space of wanting other people's approval to needing it to needing their approval to just feel okay in our own skin. That is where it crosses the line from being something that everybody craves or desires to something that can literally destroy your momentum, kill your confidence, uh, interrupt your level of self-belief. And if you hold on to this, I need other people's approval thing for too long, it will actually defer, delay, or destroy your destiny. And by your own hand, like, let's not blame the other people. By your own hand, if you make other people's opinions of you more important than your opinion of you, it will literally, if you hold on to that for decades, for years, it will 
defer, delay, or absolutely destroy your destiny. So when I say this is a serious topic, this is, this is stuff we need to like handle today. I'm really not joking about it. This is something that we need to handle today. And you know, one of my favorite people, Dr. Steve Maraboli, I need to get him on the podcast. Note to self. Um, Dr. Steve Maraboli, one of his quotes is this, don't let your history interfere with your destiny. Don't let your history interfere with your destiny. And the way that that idea connects to caring about what other people think so often we find ourselves subconsciously or unconsciously trying to make up for stuff that we did in the past, trying to make up for mistakes that we made, failures that we experienced, not being there for certain people, not being enough for other people. And we don't even know that we're running the script of guilt and shame and blame, but that's actually what we're doing. So when Dr. Steve Maraboli says, don't let your history interfere with your destiny, one of the biggest things we've got to call to the forefront is why am I, why am I seeking why am I needing approval from this person and that person and that person? Is it because I feel like I have to make up for something I did in the past or for the way that I showed up or for the way that I didn't show up? And, and how do I now, once I'm aware that I'm doing that, how do I now stop that so that I don't allow my history to interfere with my destiny? Very powerful question. So let's talk about it in today's episode. How do you stop caring about what other people think of you? I'm going to give you a few things today because again, like I said, I'm not saying that you just get into a total, um, I don't care what anybody thinks. You know, I don't believe those people either. Just so you know, I don't believe those people who say, well, it, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't care what anybody thinks of me. I could just operate all by myself and I'm alone. And I just, blah, blah, blah. I call bullshit on people who pretend like they, don't need anybody's approval or don't want anybody's approval. Need is a whole other thing. Don't want anybody's approval. We all like the feeling of people seeing us, knowing us. Uh, we all love and crave the kind of connection where somebody really truly witnesses what we are in the world and what we do in the world. And they say to us, that's so amazing what you just did. I so love what you do. We, I don't know anybody who doesn't want that. So to go from a place of, of denying that you want it and saying, well, no, I don't need anybody. I don't care what anybody thinks of me. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. We, we all do. But there is a very thin line between craving, desiring, and wanting other people's opinions and approval and needing it. And writing our entire lives and our actions and our sense of, of self-belief on that. There's a big difference. So let's talk about how do you stop caring what other people think about you? Because here's the thing in business, if you're going to be successful in business, you got to do this work. There, there is no way that you are going to be. And when I say successful in business, I'm not just talking money. I'm talking about your mental health intact. I'm talking about your sense of yourself intact, your self-worth intact. You will not keep your level of self-love and self-worth and self-esteem and mental sanity intact if you don't get to a place, hopefully sooner rather than later in your business, where you stop caring what other people think about you. So this is why this episode is so important because yeah, you can make tons of money, but I'm not even going to go into the number of people that we've seen lately 
who have committed suicide and they're making, they were making tons of money and they were by all, uh, materialistic standards, ultra successful in their businesses. And yet the success in their business did not protect their mental health. Because at the end of the day, if you are living your life for other people and you are living your life based on what other people think of you, your life ends when they think poorly of you, when they no longer consider you, when they no longer value you, when they want to get up and leave you, your life ends when that happens. And so we can't have that. So let's get to the bottom of how do we stop caring what other people think about us? Number one, I think the first place that you go to stop caring, and when I say stop caring, I don't mean you completely stop caring, but you don't make it a requirement for the joy, peace, and happiness of your life. You do not make it a requirement for your sanity to have their approval or to care about what other people think of you. So the first thing you've got to do is you've got to accept the reality of, of approval. And there are, ch so the reality of approval is a double-edged sword because on the one side, um, the reality of approval is that when you're doing really, really well, especially in business, when you're doing super well in business, all of a sudden you're going to have people who want to enter your life and who want to be your best friend, who, if you weren't doing super well in business, wouldn't even give you the time of day. So there are the situations where the more successful you become in business, the more you start to see people creep back into your life or creep up in your life or try to join in on your life. And the only reason they're actually there is not because they actually like you. It's because they like what they think you can do for them. I always say opportunity dictates their loyalty. Opportunity dictates their loyalty. And do not get so caught up in your own success that you don't listen to your intuition because you will always feel the presence of a person whose opportunity dictates their loyalty. So just know on the one hand, the reality of approval is when you're doing super well in your business and people perceive that you're doing super well, there will be people who will try to jump back into your life, who will try to come into your life, who will try to take over your life because they see opportunity. And so they pretend loyalty with you because they see how successful you're going to be. That's one end of the, the reality of approval. The other end of it is there are going to be some people that the more successful you become, the more they hate on you. The, the, the more resistance and opposition you get from them, they say things mean things to you. They say, well, you've changed and you're so this, you're so that, and I can't believe like how you act. And so there are two sides to the reality of approval. On the one hand, there will be those, the more successful you become, who try to cling to you, not because they like you, but because they like what you can do for them. And then on the op other opposite end of the spectrum, there will be people who hate on you, the more successful you become, because they just don't like the fact that you're more successful than they are. And so if you're worried about either group's approval of you, you're going to be in a, you know, in a situation because... It's not about you, their liking of you or their disliking of you. It's about them. And so I love Bryant McGill's quote when he says, you have to accept that you'll never be good enough for some people. Whether that is going to be your problem or theirs is up to you. That's true. Think about that. You have to accept that you'll never be good enough for some people. Whether that is going to be your problem or theirs is up to you. You, you are never, there are going to be certain people in your life for whom you will never do enough. You will never be enough. You will never have enough. You will never be per it. You could, you could win 
You can win the lottery and they'd still tell you why that wasn't enough. You could be in the best shape of your life and they'll still tell you why you're too fat. You could, um, build a multi-million dollar company and they will fault you because you don't spend time with them. All I'm saying is the reality of approval is most people's approval of you has very little to actually do with you. Very little. All about them. Whether they want something from you so their opportunity dictates their loyalty or they hate on you because they're not where you are but they also didn't do the work to get where you are. You have to accept that you're never going to be good enough for some people. And whether that's going to be your problem or theirs is really something that you decide. You can make this, you can make their problem your issue. Or you can say, what you think of me is none of my business. And so I'm going to let you have that. And I'm going to choose my own happiness here. So one of the first things you got to do is accept the reality of approval. There are two ends of that spectrum and people will live on one end or the other. Hopefully the people who are in your inner circle, they, they don't live on either ends of those spectrum. They're in the middle where they, they're happy for your happiness and they'll tell you the truth when they need to. And they're not there because of opportunity. They're there for you. And so that is who you want to keep in your inner circle. But again, you're going to find people coming in and out of your life who are on either ends of those approval spectrums. Pay close attention. Don't ignore it. Don't assume positive intent, as people like to say. That bullshit about positive intent. No. When your intuition speaks about why somebody has resurfaced in your life or about why somebody is showing up in your life, pay attention and decide which end of that approval spectrum they're living in as they're trying to resurface in your life. Just saying. Okay. Second thing, how to stop caring what other people think about you. You've got to get to a place where you clarify without justifying. I can't tell you the number of decades it took me to learn this one. I used to do a lot of over explaining with people. You know, people would ask me, especially people close to me, I would do a lot of, I used to do a lot of over explaining about why I was doing what I was doing. Part of that is I'm a teacher. So the teacher in me loves to over explain. The teacher in me loves to teach. The teacher in me loves to reiterate and say things five different times, as you can tell on the She Runs the Show podcast, right? You can tell I'm a teacher. Uh, the teacher in me loves to do that. However, the problem with over explaining or debating what you're going to do in your life or business or <clears throat> justifying what you're doing in your life and business is the moment you begin to justify, debate, over explain the signal you're sending to the other person is that you're asking for their permission to do what you're about to do or to do what you're doing or to be who you are. And the moment you even signal to another person that their opinion is so powerful that you are actually through your words Ask, justifying your behavior to them, you're giving them power that they don't get to own. See the problem with that? You're justifying is proving to them how important their opinion is to you, which then gives them a leverage stick to hold against you, which then gives them way too much power in your life and in your decisions. And that's when you start doing things to justify and defend and support and ask for permission and all this kind of nonsense. So number two, if you want to stop caring what other people think about you, you've got to be able to, to really learn. And this is something that took me years to learn. You have to learn how to clarify your stance on something or clarify your decision about something without justifying it. 
In other words, you got to know whose understanding you want and whose understanding you'll never get. And you need to stop trying to convince people to understand you who are never going to understand you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Never apologize to others for their misunderstanding of who you are. This is what it all boils down to. This quote is powerful to me. It took me a long time to figure this out. Never apologize to others for their misunderstanding of who you are. Listen, if you don't get me, that's absolutely okay with me. I don't have to justify who I am to you for you to get me. Either when I clarify something the first time, you're going to get me, or we're just going to leave you in your misunderstanding, and I don't need you to get me for me to get me. Do you understand what I'm saying about this? Clarify without justifying. When you're going to talk about with anybody what you're doing in your business, this is not an opportunity for that person to cross-examine you and ask you, well, how are you going to do this? And how are you going to do that? And how are you going to make... Listen, even your partners and spouses, can I just break this down for a second? You know I'm about to go there. You don't have to justify to your spouse or partner why you're doing what you're doing in your business. You really don't. At the end of the day, you have one good conversation about here's my plan. This is what I'm going to do. This is how much money it's going to cost. This is where I'm pulling the money from. This is when I plan to make a return on this investment. I will follow up with you on this day to let you know where everything is going and whether it's going well. And if I need your help, I'll ask you. And that's the final conversation that we have about that. I don't have to justify to you. Uh, why I'm going to follow the purpose that God put in me to follow because that's between me and God. That's not between me and you. And you might get a vote because we're a team, but you don't get to cross-examine me. If I'm keeping you in the loop, like I committed to keep you in the loop, you shouldn't be cross-examining me every single day of the week. And it took me two marriages to figure that out. I'm just going to tell you right now. It took me two of them. But clarify without justifying. If you get asked a question, answer the question. But the question is not a dissertation. And the question is not you being put on the witness stand and you having to fight for your life on the witness stand. Any moment you're, you're in relationship with anybody who makes you feel like you've got to defend who you are, what you want, or what you're doing. As long as you've been keeping them in the loop as promised, I'm going to, like, if you're not keeping folks in the loop who are directly impacted by what you're doing in your business, then that's on you. But if you're doing what you said you were going to do and you're keeping people informed, there should never be a moment on any given day where you feel like you have to defend your, your purpose, your mission, your business. Not at all. Because it's not about them. It's between you and God. God sent you here to do that. They don't get a vote. And I do not mince words when I say that. And I've learned that lesson the hard way. So I would like you to learn it not the hard way, i.e. two divorces. I'd like you to learn it without having to take that route. Clarify without justifying. Third thing you can do to stop caring what other people think about you. Uh, be yourself and expect others to adjust. Y you know, I, I can't tell you the number of people that I still see trying to be everything to everyone and driving themselves crazy. I can't tell you the number of people pleasers that I see everywhere. You know, I have had moments in my life where I've been a people pleaser. I've had seasons in my life where I've been a people pleaser. At the end of the day, I'm really not. And I'll tell you why. Because I learned pretty quickly that if people want to dislike you, it doesn't matter what you do for them. They're still going to dislike you. And I've also learned that people will 
tell you what you want to hear, and they will approve of you so long as you're doing exactly what they want you to do, but you don't actually really figure out what somebody thinks about you until you stop doing what they want you to do. Here's 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 a litmus test. If you really want to know what somebody else thinks about you truly, like not what they say to your face, not what they tell you over text message. If you really want to know what somebody else thinks about you, you know how you figure that out real super quick? Stop doing what they want you to do. In fact, do the opposite. Just as a little test. And boy, in about a week and a half, you will know exactly what people think about you. And I can't tell you the number of people that I thought really liked me. And then when I stopped doing what they wanted me to do and I started living for myself, ooh, I figured out real quick they didn't like me at all. In fact, what they thought of me... Yeah. <laughs> called eye opener. It's called an eye opener. So third thing you can do to stop caring about what other people think about you, be yourself and expect others to adjust. They have to, because after all, A, you can't be everything to everyone. Uh, number two, there is no amount of adapting for others that's going to make up for the loss of your own self-respect. I need to pull out this Brene Brown quote. I just had a moment in my life just now. Where is that quote? Oh, please tell me I have the quote somewhere on my desk. You know, that is just the perfect quote, and I cannot believe I don't have it on my desk, but I don't. So there's this Brene Brown quote that I absolutely adore from Braving the Wilderness. And Brene, when I tell you, oh, I think I've got it, guys. I think I have the quote. Let me, I'm about to go there for a moment. So the reality is, is there's no amount of adapting for others that will make up for the loss of your own self-respect. And the truth is, this is one of my favorite quotes, the greatest prison people live in is the fear of what other people think. And at the end of the day, your life isn't yours if you constantly care about what other people think. If you can't be yourself, and if you can't just expect others to adjust, and if they don't, you just kick them to the curb... Um, your life isn't yours. If you're constantly having to do backflips so people can be okay with who they think you are, at the end of the day, here's, here's the truth. You aren't truly free until you allow all of you to show up for life, no matter what anybody else thinks, no matter what anybody else thinks. So number three, to stop caring about what other people think, be yourself and expect others to adjust. But let me break down this Brene Brown quote because I'm a, I, I, let's have a moment in our lives right here together. She said this on an interview with Marie Forleo when she was talking about her latest book, Braving the Wilderness. And I, I really, I want you to hear this. I'm going to read this twice because it is so, I wrote it on a four by six note card so I could read it to myself every single day because this puppy is a reminder to me of why it's so important to not care what other people think, i.e. to be yourself and just to expect other people to adjust, get over it, people. Here's what she says. This is what Brene Brown said in a Marie Forleo interview, Marie TV. She said, don't walk through the world looking for evidence that you don't belong because you'll always find it. Don't walk through the world looking for evidence that you're not enough because you'll always find it. Our worth and our belonging are not negotiated with other people. We carry those inside of our hearts. For me, I know who I am. I'm clear about that. And I'm not going to negotiate that with you. I will negotiate maybe even a topic with you, but I'm not going to negotiate who I am with you because then I may fit in for you, but I no longer belong to myself. And that is a betrayal I am not willing to do anymore. I'm not willing to betray myself anymore to fit in 
with you. Can I say it again? Because this speaks into my life today as much as it did the first time I saw that Marie TV, Marie Forleo uh, interview with Brene Brown. Don't walk through the world looking for evidence that you don't belong because you'll always find it. Don't walk through the world looking for evidence that you're not enough because you'll always find it. Our worth and our belonging are not negotiated with other people. We carry those inside of our hearts. For me, I know who I am. I'm clear about that. And I'm not going to negotiate that with you. I will negotiate maybe even a topic with you, but I'm not going to negotiate who I am with you because then I may fit in for you, but I no longer belong to myself. And that is a betrayal I am not willing to do any more. I'm not willing to betray myself anymore to fit in with you. What is it going to take for us? And I'm saying, I mean, you and me to get to a place where we go, listen, that is a betrayal I am not willing to do anymore. I'm not willing to betray myself anymore to fit in with you. Here's the thing. Be yourself and expect others to adjust. Because at the end of the day, when you set that precedent in your life that you're going to do you and other people can do them and they can either adjust or not, you don't even have to deal with the drama of having a conversation about it because you're going to do you and either they're going to adjust or they're going to leave. And you don't leave any leeway for there to be any middle ground of nonsense going on. So number three, to stop caring about what other people think of you, be yourself and expect others to adjust. Number four, fourth thing you can do to stop putting so much emphasis on what other people think about you. Mind your own business. Mind your own business and expect that other people will do the same. What other people, this is one of my favorite quotes. I forgot who wrote it, but I think there's a book by the same name. What other people think of me is none of my business. It is none of my business what other people think of me. It is so important that you set up boundaries, healthy boundaries in your life and business that prevent other people's judgments from impacting how you show up in the world. Set those boundaries. Do you know one of the boundaries that I set up specifically related to this, what other people think about me thing? I, there, there was a time in my life where I used to get hurt by what other people would say about me, would think about me. I mean, I used to get, I used to be so big for a season of my life on, um, I'm this kind of person. You know what I mean? Have you ever been, I'm this kind of person. I'm responsible. I'm loyal. I'm this kind of person. And so when people would talk about me behind my back or say things about me, that was the opposite of the person that my identity at that time, like I'm this kind of person sort of thing, I would get really hurt. I would get really hurt because I would say to myself, I know myself, I'm this kind of person. How come they see me as that kind of person? You know what I figured out real quick after like two divorces, I'm <laughs> just saying, um, the reality of the situation is People are going to judge you no matter what. And oftentimes their judgment is going to be based on how they're interacting with you at the moment or what they're not getting from you or what you're not giving to them or just any level of why they're unhappy with what you're currently choosing to do or not do at this moment. So I learned super quick that people are always, their perception of you is always coming from a place of how they feel about you in the moment. Most people do not have the level of emotional intelligence where they can be self-aware enough to say, let me not feel this way about this person at this moment because I'm in a pissed off mood. Let me get to a great place. And then I need to look and see how I feel about this person and see if, if I still feel the same way. Most people don't do that. They ride high in emotion. They make lots of 
bad decisions based on emotion, like going to a car dealership or going to a, a to puppies and buying puppies that you didn't plan to buy. We all do it at some point or another, driving decisions based on emotion. But one of the things that really helped me to get over when I have moments, and I still have moments when I look at how somebody else is viewing me and how I view myself and I go, but that's not who I am. I don't know how they see me like that, but that's not me. It used to really hurt me. It doesn't anymore. And I'm going to tell you why it doesn't anymore. It doesn't hurt me anymore because A, I mind my own business, right? So I'm minding my business and I'm asking myself when I see other people thinking things about me or saying things about me that I don't like, I go, well, what do I think about me? At the end of the day, now I come back to what do I think about me? But the even more powerful thing, and this cracks me up every time I do it, even the more powerful thing, when I find that people um, are either talking behind my back or saying things, or I've got haters, or I have people who, uh, you know, yeah, I've had people go off on me too. Um, when I have people who act a fool, right? Like, and they think I don't know they're acting a fool behind my back or they're saying stuff behind my back. Here's the thing that I love. This is what has helped me to mind my own business and expect that other people do the same. A, most people who talk about you behind your back won't say it to your face. So let's just, let's just, let's just call a thing a thing, especially because we have keyboard warriors now. Most people who are talking about you badly, they do not have the guts to come to you and say, this is what I think about you. So I dismiss them right then and there because they're keyboard warriors and they don't have the ability to come to my face and say it. That's number one. Um, and number two, they think I'm so stupid that I don't actually know what they're really feeling about me in this moment. So I dismiss them number two, cause I'm not that dumb. I always dismiss that piece, but here's the powerful piece. Um, I'm a firm believer, and this is how I mind my own business. I'm a firm believer that I don't take anybody's opinion of me seriously. Uh, if they are judging me on experiences they have not themselves walked through situations they themselves have not actually been in uh and they weren't there through the rough spots with me i don't take for somebody who hasn't walked a mile in my moccasins as they say for somebody who hasn't actually been through what i've been through i don't take them seriously at all because here's my here's my response to all of them and i want you to take this on because it's really powerful when i find somebody judging me now rather than getting hurt about it here is my response to all of them. Before you judge me, you better damn make sure you're perfect. It's a Clint Eastwood quote. Before you judge me, make sure you're perfect. So I take the stance now <clears throat> when I find out people are judging me for whatever reason, you know, this life decision or that life decision or da, 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 all and all. I, I just laugh because I go, before you come to the, first of all, I know you're not going to come directly to me and judge me to my face. So I'm going to dismiss you because you don't have the balls to do that. And then I'm going to dismiss you because you haven't walked where I've walked and you haven't been through what I've been through. So I'm going to dismiss you on that one too. But third, and even more powerfully than the first two, I'm going to dismiss what you think of me simply because before you come and judge me, which you won't even come to my face and judge me, you better damn make sure you're perfect. You better be perfect. Because if you're not perfect and you're judging me, I just totally dismissed your cred credibility on the fact that he who has not sinned cast the first stone. Just saying. Jesus said it. Before you judge me, you better make sure you're perfect. And when I find myself judging other people, 
I take a minute to say to myself, before you go judging them, you better make sure you're damn perfect. Like before you even open your mouth to talk about their situation, you better. I say to myself when I find myself judging other people, I better make sure I'm perfect before I open my mouth and go tell them what I want to tell them or say what I want to say. So it goes both ways. It's a two-way street. So number four, mind your own business and expect that other people will do the same. But more specifically, what they think of you is none of your business, especially when they don't bring it to you. They don't tell you. And if they're going to judge you, don't get, don't get hurt by them judging you because they're not perfect either. Done. Done. Took me about 20 years to get to that point. So if you're 20 something and you feel like, man, how am I going to get there? Don't worry. It comes with time. It comes with time for sure. Number five, how do you stop caring about what other people think of you? You have to accept the price of success. So as I said earlier, it's the reality of approval is a double-edged sword, right? So, um, and here's another Dr. Steve Miraboli quote that I absolutely love. He said, the wise will admire you. The wishful will envy you. The weak will hate you. This is the reality for those who dare to be epic. Let me say that again. The wise will admire you. The wishful will envy you. The weak will hate you. This is the reality for those who dare to be epic. If you're going to dare to be epic in your business, you're going to have haters. Expect it, anticipate it, be okay with it. Don't pay attention to them uh, or pay attention to them as Gary Vee does and just make yourself better by paying attention to them. But just know that the price of success is that you're, you're, you're taking center stage in your life. You are in the driver's seat of your business. You are going to be public. I don't understand people who think that they can be massively successful in business and be completely private. You're going to be public, even if it is only with your inner circle of people. And there will be people in your inner circle who aren't pursuing their dreams, who are going to hate on you because they envy that you're doing the thing that they don't have the balls to do. And so the wise will admire you. The wishful will envy you. The weak will hate you. And this is the reality for those who dare to be epic. Just accept that that's the reality of what it means to be epic, accept the price of success, be okay with it. You know, everything has its price. And so don't get all caught up in, well, I want everybody to like me. If you're going to do something epic, there are going to be lots of people who don't like you because you're doing something epic. They don't know you. They don't appreciate you, but they still don't like you because the main thing that they know is you're doing something epic and they're not. So accept the price for success. Here is the final thing you can do to stop caring about what other people think of you. And of course, it is my favorite quote of all time from Dr. Steve Maraboli. Number six thing you can do to stop caring about what other people think about you. Choose to be self-propelled. I am, I'm super self-propelled and, and I think I still have moments where when I find out that somebody believes something about me that I never thought that they believed. Yeah, it hurts. Of course it hurts. When you think that you're being viewed by people in one way, but you're actually being viewed by them a totally different way. Of course it hurts. But one of the choices that I've made, especially in the last couple of years, uh, is that I, I'm choosing to believe about me what I want to believe about me. And I'm choosing to be self-propelled. What does it mean to be self-propelled? The, the reality is, is your destiny can't depend on other people's approval of you. It can't because then your destiny is actually not yours. It's theirs. So I love this quote by Dr. Steve Maraboli. And here's what he has to say. I am self-propelled, fueled from within. I appreciate people's opinions, but I'm not attached to them. I learned a long time ago that if I give them the power to feed me, 
I also give them the power to starve me. This self-propelled thing is something I teach massively in the Inner Badass Intensive. By far, it is one of the biggest tools to building your level of self-belief. And it has to be taught because we have been raised in a society and an environment that has made other people's opinions way more powerful than they ever needed to be. And so one of the things in the Inner Badass Intensive, and again, you can go to CassandraVon.com forward slash apply, and you can schedule a breakthrough call with me. If you struggle with being self-propelled, if you know you have a hard time with not letting other people's approval and opinions rule what you do in your life and business, you're going to want to apply for the Inner Badass Intensive because this sucker right here is where I sit for quite a bit of the eight-week program because most people don't know how to be self-propelled. Let me read Dr. Maraboli's quote again. I am self-propelled, fueled from within. I appreciate people's opinions, but I'm not attached to them. I learned a long time ago that if I give them the power to feed me, I also give them the power to starve me. And here's what I want to say. I want you to do a little inventory in your life and business. Who are you giving the power to feed you? Who are you giving the power to feed you? Because here's the thing. The same people that you give the power to feed you, and I know if they're in a season of feeding you right now, you're like, no, they're always going to have my back and they're always going to approve of me and they're always going to like me. And I hear you because I've been there and I've done that. But here's the problem with giving people the power to feed you. If you give them the power to feed you, you also give them the power to starve you. And that is not a power that they have the right to hold, except for the fact that you gave it to them. So choose to be self-propelled. I teach this intensely in the inner badass intensive because key to being inner badass is you've got to be self-propelled. You've got to be fueled from within. You cannot be attached to other people's opinions, especially when you're building a business. Because there's going to be lots of time in building a business where to everyone else, it will look like nothing is happening. You're not moving fast enough. You're not growing fast enough. You're not making enough money. And if you are not self-propelled, you will give up on that business because you will buy into the nonsense and the bullshit that other people are selling you because they're just looking at the current temporary circumstance of your business, but they are not seeing what you see and they're not knowing what you know. So self-propelled is something that is a must-have for every entrepreneur. And most people don't know how to strategically and tactically be self-propelled, fueled from within. Here's the thing. You give people the power to feed you. You also give them the power to starve you. That's why, that's why. Listen, I've learned through the, the school of hard knocks. You can't do that. Because at the end of the day, um, people will love you and people will hate you and, and, and it will have nothing to do with you. Isn't that, isn't that the crazy part? Like people will love you and they'll hate you and have nothing to do with you. Like nothing. It was the mood they were in that day. It was the fact that they just came home from vacation. It was the fact that they want something from you. So they're being nice to you. You know, like our kids when they're nice to us because they want to ask for something. No different with you, with adults. No different. So here's what I'm going to say to you. Listen to this episode again and again and again. This takes time to sink in these six points that I've given you. This should be an episode you put on replay for quite some time. Here's the other thing I'm going to say. Share this with three people who you know are people pleasers and need to hear this episode. I don't care if they're starting a business or not. Share it with three people that you know need to hear this. And if you're listening to this and you're one of those three people that I had other people share it with, let me tell you something super clearly and super powerful. Don't feel bad because you've been people pleasing. 
don't feel bad because you, you now realize that, that you've been caring way too much about what other people think of you. Awareness is power. Like when I started to figure out my own stuff and I started to see, ooh, Cassandra, you are like, what are you thinking? That was the beginning of a new life for me because I finally got real with what I was doing in my life. So if you're listening to this and you recognize that somebody sent this to you, this episode, or somebody shared it with you because you're people pleasing too much, A, you probably know you're people pleasing. So let's be real. And B, this is brilliant. This is, ama- this is the beginning of everything you say you want. So now that you're aware, now that, now that you know that you've been focusing too much on what other people think of you, now it's time to mind your own business and expect that they're going to do the same and teach people how to treat you. Because at the end of the day, your life, your business, your heart, your soul, your joy, your peace, your happiness, all an inside job, all up to you. And you have the power to change anything and everything that you want. Period. The end. Don't let anybody convince you otherwise. You are the power in your world. Handle it. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I, I love this episode because it reminds me that we are all in this together and we're all braving the wilderness together and we're all learning and relearning these things together. And again, if you want to build a successful business and you want to stop caring what other people think about you, join me in the Inner Badass Intensive. It starts August 6th. Sign up first for a breakthrough call because not everybody will be accepted. You've got to be right for the program and the program's got to be right for you. And if it's not right for you, I will tell you and I will move you in the direction of what could be right for you. So, CassandraVaughn.com forward slash apply. Set up a call with me. We will do the work. I will see you guys in the next episode of She Runs the Show. 